0: Welcome to episode five of our podcast show, Get Wise. A show dedicated to discussing emerging trends in the cybersecurity and legal landscape, and providing unique industry insights. Today, we are joined again by Principal EJ Wise of Wise Law, accomplished cyber law expert, to discuss recent developments surrounding the HC and Google on 29th of October 2019 the matter involved the ACCC lodging a case against Google in the federal court concerning a potential breach of Australian law within Google's misrepresentations to consumers concerning the collection of location data EJ thank you again for contributing your thoughts on the show
1: That's my pleasure see good to see you again Jonah
0: So firstly what is the ACCC and secondly what is Google <laughs>
1: They're very good questions. Thank you, Jono. So, the ACCC was established under uh, Statutory Authority in Australia, and ACCC stands for the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, so it's an independent commonwealth or federal statutory authority, and their role uh, is to enforce the Competition and Consumer Act 2010, as well as a range of additional legislation. The idea behind it is they're going to promote competition, fair trading, and regulating national infrastructure for the benefit of all Australians. So part of the benefit of all Australians is the protection of the consumers, not just ensuring fair competition. Um, So it was first established in 1995. And there has been rhetoric in the last decade or so that it's largely been absent in the the tech area, uh, despite the fact that tech has become a household item for all Australians, just about.
0: Mm, Absolutely, particularly with the recent case by the C against ZeniMax Media and Fallout 72. Also, what is Google?
1: Oh, thank you. So do you mean Google or Alphabet, Jono?
0: (laughs) Uh, depends, they're both one and the same, right?
1: So, a, a, a lot of people didn't realize this and even if you were someone that trades on the stock market, uh, if you want to purchase a, a Google share today, it will still come up as GOOG. If you wanted to purchase a Google share in 2015, it will still show as GOOG, but in fact, uh, Google was subsumed in 2015 by a corporation called Alphabet. Now, what that did for them structurally was um, create a shelf company that could own a lot more than just a data and web browser service. It, it's a technology conglomerate, so Alphabet owns Google. Uh, we still talk about Google, uh, and I'd like to just very quickly while we're talking about what is Alphabet, aka Google. Uh, So Google, I'd like to say, is the common name for Alphabet. Alphabet owns Google. They also now have, um, and we'll we'll be familiar with some of these, we've got Google Translate, we've got Google Maps, we've got Google Search. That's the thing a lot of people mistakenly believe all Google is is a search engine. It's not. It's actually a data consumer, and it uh, mines your information and makes money. From that it's also owns YouTube, it owns Chromecast, it has Google Play, movies, and TV. Um, there is Google Home, there's Google Pixel, there's Pixel Slate, there's Google Wi Fi, there's Android OS, there's Wear OS by Google, Chromebook, Andrew, Android Auto, Google Duo, Google Messages, Hangout Chats, Google Photos, Google Calendar, Google Contacts, Google Keep. If you get what I'm saying here, this is a lot more than the friendly web search browser we thought it was when it first came around. This is a technology conglomerate, and having things private are directly the opposite of using Google technology.
0: Leading on from that, so what are the elements of the case between the ACCC and Google at the moment? What are the key legal issues?
1: Thanks, John. So um, essentially the ACCC, um has, has been um, lobbied a lot to stand up and do something about how consumers feel misled and probably got rightly so. So specifically the ACCC alleges that Google provided information to users of Android devices, so that's non-iPhone users, in relation to location tracking. And from about January 2017 to late last year 2018, ACCC A- claims the users were misled. They claim that during the pe- that period, Google didn't tell users that in order to stop Google collecting, retaining, and using their location data from the device, the user would need to do two things. They'd need to switch off the location history, but they'd also have to go in and switch off web and app activity within the user's own Google account, two separate actions. And the ACCC alleges that because of this misleading activity during the relevant period, the users of those Android devices would have believed that it was only necessary to switch off the first one, the location setting. Um, As well as that, ACCC alleged that um, mid to last year, Google engaged in misleading and deceptive conduct by telling consumers that the only way in which they could stop Google from collecting, retaining and using their location data was to stop using Google services such as Google Search and Google Maps. Um, however, that's just not correct, if they'd gone in and put their location history and the web and app activity off, they wouldn't have been tracked.
0: Mm-hmm. I see. So. What are the relevant legal rules or applicable legislative acts that will decide the outcome of this case? And so what?
1: And so what? OK. <laughs> uh, well, it's a big so what, actually. Um, I'll, I'll come back to legislation. For the ACCC, this is the first uh, of any kind of statutory body around the world to take on, if you like, a technology hegemon. Um, they're seeking stiff penalties, they're seeking declaration and orders requiring the publication of corrective notices. And they're also um, um, asking for the establishment of a compliance program from Google. And this, is, this case is being watched around the world. It's the first time that Google has been taken to account on this. No other regulator has sought to bring up this type of proceeding. Now Google has said it's going to defend the action, um, which is probably no surprise. Location data is a critical data set that Google use in their targeted advertising. This is another way they're making money from all of us. Um, so, yeah, in terms of where we're at regarding what pieces of legislation they're going to do that, they they oversee quite a few different pieces of legislation. So in addition to the Competition and Consumer Act, They'll also be mindful of um, the Trade Practices Act, 1974. And they'll be mindful of the Privacy Act as well, although it's not their role to enforce it. And all those three things put together, their very role is to look out for competition and the consumer.
0: Mm. All right. Uh, so why does the collection of personal data matter? What are the implications?
1: Hmm. So I was I was speaking to a colleague recently and they put it to me they'd been at a dinner party the night before with uh, their friends who were you know all in middle-aged sorts of parents and their friend's son who was at the table was 16 and this person said to him do you really care about your data and the 16 year old uh, child replied, no, I don't, I don't care. What do I care? People can watch where I go. I don't, I don't care if they know what I've served and what I've watched. Who cares? And so this person put it to me that privacy would be irrelevant. And I can see there's there's some, uh, some weight to that argument. What I said back to this colleague is this 16-year-old child is something like nine years away from having a fully formed frontal lobe. And until the frontal lobe of your brain is formed, you don't have the capacity to make long-term decisions as easily as older people, and you may not see consequences of actions. And and apart from swimming in a sea of hormones, your rational brain physically hasn't finished forming. So for this 16-year-old, they're much less likely to predict the need for insurance as a 30-year-old, or medical insurance as a 30-year-old, or um, even some some types of job searches um employment security clearance all the kinds of things that this wealth of information um, provides and so for the 30 year old who's now the 16 year old he should or she should be absolutely free as individuals to post what they like search what they like do what they like What I would like to see, and I think this is clearly what the ACCC would like to see, is that this individual has enough preserved privacy and rights that their future life isn't affected by their incapacity to enter into a a, a knowing contract of uh, terms and agreements with the provider.
0: Mm. So leading on from that, how do you see privacy as a right evolving in Australia?
1: Well, it it really wouldn't have to evolve very far to, to be novel, Jono. I think that actually this is one of the things that the digital age is going to deliver to us more than not. So while we are probably slightly violated right now, it brings it to our minds, and it's now talked about more than I remember in the last 20 years. So I think... In the end, we're not going to get constitutional change. It's very, very difficult. Referendums have a history of not um, successfully getting up. However, the lobbying towards Parliament to provide some sort of Commonwealth uh, statutory enforcement and and reassurance that as as citizens, part of the contract is, yes, the state will look after us. But equally, they're going to look after us as individuals and and those individual rights.
0: And finally, just quickly, how do you imagine the case between Google and the ACCC will turn out?
1: Um, I think we're going to have some horse trading, and I'm not just making that joke tongue-in-cheek because this week was the Melbourne Cup, Jono. Um, I think that they may not successfully get anywhere on the fines, but I think that they may get somewhere in the negotiation of how a, tele- a telecommunications or you know, technology company is allowed to advertise and how um, reasonable the expectations are of a consumer that they're being told the accurate truth. So I think the misleading arm of their case is gonna get up quite well.
0: Awesome, well thank you EJ for your insights into the changing nature of privacy in law and society. We look forward to expanding on these topics with you again in the future. Thanks, Johnny. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today. And we look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Get Wise.